Okay, now, halala, 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 top of the morning to you indeed. I was in Mpumalanga yesterday, your hometown, and uh, some people from Kinro, Secunda, said I must say hi to you. Yeah, that's my neck of the woods, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you enjoyed it and met some people I know. Lovely. I didn't know there was a place like that, but very nice. It exists. It actually does. It's a blip on the, uh, on, on the map, but it actually does exist. I see. You know, turning our attention to uh, the stock markets, Asian stocks Mm. uh, rose there, Clive, with the regional benchmark index set to post a fourth straight weekly advance. Yeah, we've been talking about it all week, but the most important thing to remember is that this uh, MSCI Asia-Pacific Index has been in the positive for the last seven sessions. So that means it has rallied its highest, remember we said yesterday even, um, in about eight months, and it continues to surge up. And there's actually been um, direction from the Chinese markets that what they've done is they've tried to actually list more IPOs this year. Um, uh, you remember that there were restrictions in the previous uh, uh, um, uh, government but now this this new government is is serious about putting more companies on the Shanghai composite so what's happened is a lot of people did not anticipate did not think that this would be the case at this particular point in time despite the slowing economy or the shrinking economy the Chinese stocks the the companies themselves are doing relatively well Sakina so there they are they're up in the positive including the Australasian market as well ASX Australian S&P up also uh, 0.1% New Zealand as well up 0.1% So uh, all these markets are doing very, very well, Sakina. Mm. And just looking at what's happening in Japan, uh, the Bank of Japan, now they've uh, helped to push uh, yields on government notes below zero this week. And this is for the first time since January. Uh, Talk to us about what's actually going on there, Clive. Just to put it very simply, uh, the two-year yields uh, declined uh, one basis into a minus. So what we're talking about is the average of being able to pay back or whatever money has been borrowed. So they've been trying to control this thing that we call deflation, which has been on their backside for a long time now. That's why they've not been able to grow. Let me just explain what this means. If you were to imagine that you were buying a two-liter Coke for 15 rand for, for 10 years conservatively, what do you think will be the effect of that on the rest of the market? It means that the price has not moved. It means that people have not change in terms of growth, in terms of income. And that becomes a very huge challenge. And that's what uh, Japanese uh, economy has been facing with, with this deflation, is that they've not been able to actually reach the 2% inflation target, just so that they are able to earn more uh, as the economy grows. So uh, the market liquidity is very thin. So even a little buying of the BOJ uh, could yield to move easily. So things are very, very tight at the, at the, at, in, in Japan. And by the way, Sakina, I just wanted to share with you, I remember I told you that Shinzo Abe and um, um, Xi Jinping met yesterday mm-hmm. for about 29 minutes. And uh, I actually got to get the recording of what the discussion was about. I actually uh, then, because of my lovely uh, Mandarin and my lovely Japanese, I got to understand what they were talking about. This is what she said. She went to uh, to, uh, to to Shinzo and said, uh, Shinzo, congratulations on winning uh, the league in South Africa, because you know Shinzo is a big Kaiser Chiefs fan. And then uh, Shinzo said to him, look, uh, she, thank you very much, I really appreciate it. She said, but you know, I've noticed that you haven't changed the Japanese flag, it's still full of zeros. Uh, you must come to me and then I'll show you how to put a star, because the Chinese have stars on their flag. Ah, <laughs> that's below the belt. And, and, and there I was saying yesterday that you were so magnanimous in defeat. I take that back, because clearly you haven't dealt with this.
but, but, but before I yeah. let you go, you know, yeah. still speaking yeah. of China. Now, I see they have released uh, yeah. online a so-called rogues gallery of the yeah. top yeah. 100 corruption suspects believed no. to have fled abroad with millions of dollars. Yeah. None of them in South Africa, eh, Clive? No, no, I'm, I'm going to say two things that are very interesting about it. This is why name and shaming is so brilliant. Now, they're working with authorities. They're working with uh, Scotland Yard. They're working with the FBI. They're working with all the authorities, police authorities around the world to get these guys. These guys are believed that they ran away from China or the new government came and they ran away with billions of, uh, of, 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 of U.S. dollars and went and lived in those countries. Some of them are in Canada, some of them are in the United States. Mostly it's believed that they're in Australia. Uh, but <clears throat> saying on that same note, I hear a couple of them might be uh, at a place, I don't know if you know about this place, it's called Neturina. And they've been found there uh, <laughs> stealing, stealing, stealing trophies. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, that's a key now. They're, they're hot aye. on their news, hot on their heels. They're going to find them. The Chinese government is serious you, about you, taking you are corruption out. Clearly having a very <laughs> difficult time accepting that. Uh, let me just reiterate, Kaiser yes. Chiefs. Yeah. are the champions. They are the league, the APSA Premiership champions for right. the year 2014-2015. I'll give you the weekend to try and let that sink in. Clint. And I will say to you, what's up? Wicked. <laughs>